Welcome to Heroes in History. I'm Maddie. And I'm Dreema. This is a podcast where we talk about mythology and history from across the world. Just as a reminder, there are a lot of variations to these myths, and we're just not going to be able to cover them all, but we'll do our best to give you at least the most known ones. So, this is episode four, Zeus and his Wandering Dick. All right. So, Zeus, right? The big man himself. Question. Do we know for sure he is a big man? (laughs) We do not, but I would... I don't know. I would have to... Because I feel like with an ego that big... Your dick can't be that big. I know. With how much he has to, like, with how much shenanigans and just bullshit he does, I cannot think of this man as having a big dick. No, I don't either. This god, my bad. I cannot think of this god as having a big dick. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, I think what might have happened is that Uranus actually had the biggest dick in the family. Oh, absolutely. They, they cut it off, and when he branded them the Titans, he also cursed the line. It, yeah, it's actually a curse, so yeah. each generation has a smaller dick than before. Yes, yes. Now, there are some exceptions. Right. Uh, Like Eros. Dionysus. Absolutely. Dionysus has the biggest dick, and you'll never convince me otherwise. Absolutely. That's my man. That's, yeah. But I love him. We get to him later on. We we'll get to him later. Yeah. Anyways, sorry <laughs> to name drop in some random gods that we haven't covered. A little recap on Zeus, son of Kronos, now considered one of the oldest siblings, even though he was technically born last. Technically, in every definition of born except the one they count, <laughs> and every definition of definition of born except regurgitated. Right. Right. <laughs> so he was given dominion over the sky when he pulled lots with his brothers poseidon and hades right and he was also given king of the gods as his title but he is off the bat a god of weather law and order destiny and fate and kingship so he to the greeks was Kind of like big G man, Christian God was to the English. Yes, divine right to rule in Greek times. Now, I found some funny things as per usual. That's pretty much Greek mythology. Yeah. When if it's not a super serious, fucked up thing, it's funny and there's no in between. Uh huh. Um, When looking into different Zeus, like OG myths, So this isn't like an OG one. It's a later one, but it talks about how there was possibly three Zeuses originally. It says that there were two from the Akkadian time period, the Arcadian time period, um, which, if you don't know, the Arcadians are like... Yeah, the Greeks didn't call themselves Greeks. Yeah. Because Greece wasn't a thing. Yeah. Greece as a country as we know it today was not what they considered to be one people. Yeah. So though this mythos and like, I guess, religion and type of people are, we all lump them under the name Greek. Now. Now. Yeah. There were a bunch of different tribe names leading up to that. Right. The Arcadians is one of the oldest. And it is actually believed that two Zeuses were born during this time period and that they were from Aether, the daughter of Erebos and Nyx, being mother to one, and then Koyos, 
being the parent of the other. And then the last one is from the, the Cretans. Uh, being born from Saturnus, which is like the Roman version of Kronos. Right. So I'm not sure, but we've talked about this before where chronologically shit doesn't make sense. No, there there is no chronological no timeline in mythology no i'm gonna be really broad and say mythology yeah so like they have two zeus's from a greek time period and then a zeus from a roman time period and some myths have them actually combining these three separate gods like these three zeus's come together to form the like hellenic powerhouse that we have today that we call zeus so they really just holy trinity that shit yeah they kind of power ranger together into a zeus oh my gosh i love the comparison to a power ranger so much more (laughs) is that how power rangers work because i didn't i didn't watch that as a kid power rangers you had like each individual person so like one person would be the arm when they got together they powered up yeah okay cool one person would be the arm and then another person would be the other arm and then like the legs and the head and they got together and formed like this big power like bot basically they became a transformer yeah kind of <laughs> yeah they except like so i can't remember if we need to decide right now how deep we're getting into this because this is not a power <laughs> rangers podcast okay but like so whoever was i can't remember which colors had what but i feel like either yellow or green had an arm and so like that color like that person would have complete control over the arm and they had to like work together as a team to move this like transformer bot i hate that (laughs) not gonna lie you should watch the um not gonna do that after you, that no, description. No. You should watch the Power Rangers movie that came out with the main one of the main actresses was the uh was Jasmine in the live action Aladdin. Ooh, she okay, was in I it. love her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so we're gonna start off at Please subscribe to our Power Rangers, Rangers channel. <laughs> so we're gonna go after that to Zeus's kids. Now, we've already covered Hebe, Elithia, and Ares, and his son Epaphos by Io. But oh good gods, there are so many more. Yes, there are. I will not be able to stress enough how many fucking children this man had. Now, are we going to be covering gods, heroes, mix? So I actually try not to mention any heroes in this okay. just because I try to keep it only to gods. There is one exception because it was just too wild for me not to mention. But mostly I'm going to be mentioning gods because it keeps it a little shorter. And if anybody wants us to go into a full family tree, we can. But there's so many. Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay, yeah. we're going we're gonna to give you a nice little overview of Greek mythology. We'll get to it, I promise. Yeah, if people are interested in that, hell yeah, I'm down. But as of now, we're going to focus on uh, Zeus's first wife because he was actually married before Hera. And I think that's one of my favorite... I'm going to call a lot of things my favorite. So, you know, if you're sitting at home or wherever the fuck you're listening to us at, 
and you're like, wow, she has like 10,000 favorites. Yeah, I get it. Okay, I everything, I either love it or I hate it. Get over it. I'm the one that has to live with it. All mythology she loves. Yeah, so I think that one of my favorite lesser known bits about Zeus is just the fact that he was actually married before Hera. Yeah, because you don't hear about it a lot. You no. hear Hera and Zeus, and you don't really talk about the first wife. Right. So his first wife was actually Metis, and we've already mentioned her on uh, this podcast. Yeah, the Titanopiki episode, right? Mm-hmm. So she was one of the ones believed to actually give Kronos whatever magic elixir or his... his- Allergy mustard drink. (laughs) (laughs) She was actually the one believed to have served him that drink. Um, So she is the daughter of Oceanus, one of the Titans, um, and one of the oldest sea nymphs. She was the goddess, and she is sometimes called the goddess, though she is technically a lesser, yeah, technically a sea nymph and also like a lesser deity. I don't want to say lesser, but like quote unquote yeah, I, I get what you yeah. mean. Yeah. But she is the goddess of good counsel, planning, cunning, and wisdom, which is just so powerful. Um, now, since she was around since the time of the Titans, uh, she is sometimes referred to as a Titan goddess. Right. I, and we see this a couple of different times yeah. in mythology. We haven't really covered it yet, mm-hmm. but it, it does happen with several other gods and goddesses yeah and there is one that i'm trying really hard not to name drop name drop that i feel is the most prominent yeah and we will eventually cover him yeah but since she was just like she's called a titan goddess because she was around during that time but she wasn't part of she wasn't like dubbed that by uranus she wasn't part of the coup. She wasn't part of the coup. Remember, we're big girls. We have big girl vocabulary. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, she wasn't part of the coup uh, <laughs> to get rid of Uranus. So I'm not going to call her a Titan goddess just because I think it'll make it a little bit easier and make a little bit more sense for me and for anyone listening. Right. Um, so Metis was this ridiculously smart goddess, right? But even she can't plan for a prophecy. I mean, she fell for Zeus. Uh, okay. You yeah, know, she was very wise. Smart. Uh, she was also technically a counselor to Zeus during yeah. the time of Kronos, like during the war and everything. Um, but, you know, maybe she, maybe she, as smart as she was, thought she could change him. Well, that's not very wise. Or... Since it was during the time of the war, he might not have had time to fuck around quite as much. That's true. I guess he... We don't hear a lot about his fucking around until after the Titans are defeated. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We We don't. He doesn't have time for that. He doesn't. He's fighting a war. He doesn't have time for that. Yeah. So Zeus hears a prophecy that says that Metis is going to have a son of his who will be more powerful than his father. And he's gotten used to power himself. Now, this prophecy is specifically in accordance with Metis and Zeus having a son, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Metis, pregnant by Zeus. The only reason I specify that, just to go off topic for a second here, is there is a second myth that actually holds the same premise, and I just wanted to specify that Metis's 
son is specifically the son that she will have with Zeus. Yeah, yeah. Meta's son with Zeus is going to grow up to be more powerful and defeat him. So Zeus, who is used to power at this point, who's already done this whole bullshit with his own father, is like, this is not going to happen to me. Right. So he... I'm breaking the cycle. I'm breaking the cycle. And to break the cycle, he decides to enact a plan that has never gone wrong. Never once. It It is never once gone wrong in all of Greek mythology. It is foolproof. It is perfect. It is the master plan. It is the master plan. He decides to swallow Meta's whole. I mean, I can't think of how this would go wrong. Yeah, no. I've never heard of an example of swallowing a being whole going wrong before ever. (laughs) Which just goes to show again that, like you said, they don't chew. Why do they not chew? (laughs) I mean, they don't want the taste. They don't want to be cannibals. They they just... Is it cannibalism? If there's not incest, is it cannibalism? You know what? I don't actually know. I do know an interesting... See, guys, there are some questions that even we can't answer or bullshit an answer to. (laughs) I do have a fun little tidbit about possibly why the act of swallowing, like, other beings is so popular in Greek mythology. Okay. The Greeks actually believed that the stomach and not the brain was, like, the seat of power and wisdom in the body. Kind of like Egyptians, right? I don't think it was actually the stomach, but it was, like, spread out. It wasn't yeah, the brain that they it, valued it, either. It wasn't just the brain. Right. Yeah. Um, so they believed that th- the stomach was where you, you, like, had all that power and wisdom. And so in my mind, I kind of believe that, like, if they're swallowing these deities, these gods and goddesses, there are some... <sighs> Like, that makes them still alive. Yeah, that makes them still alive. They're chilling in there. So by ingesting her, he thought this would A, fix the issue, and B, give himself some of her wisdom and cunning. Has he considered just not sticking his dick in anymore? No, that is not an option. <laughs> this is I mean, if he swallows her, unless this man is also like broadly good (laughs) (laughs) at acrobatics i still think that this means he can't stick his dick in it anymore he can't but here's the thing so either some weird shenanigans by the gods getting pregnant in fucking weird ways happens and metis gets pregnant in his stomach or she's already pregnant when she goes in because spoiler alert she does have a child i really hope She's pregnant when he swallows her. And I I feel like that is correct. Yeah. Uh, And mainly because the alternative means that somehow or another, Metis got pregnant inside of him. And while we have already specified that God DNA does not work the same way, I I still just imagine Zeus swallowing his own cum. Oh. Like, he's got an espresso machine, and he's out here making his own cum cappuccinos. Oh, and it's just not good. <laughs> that didn't need to come back. I think it did. Oh, God. Okay, moving on. Um, so, so, obviously, this his plan doesn't go as planned. <laughs> okay? It never does. What? 
Why? <laughs> Swallowing beings whole never fails. <laughs> so Metis does actually give birth to a child, but it's a girl. She is born in... Thank God, they can't do anything significant. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. The, the Greeks were like, oh, it's a girl, it's fine, nothing will go wrong. So she is born in full armor, weapons and all, fully, like, combat mode, in Zeus's belly. Until she later pops out of Zeus's head. And this would be the goddess Athena. I love her. She's amazing. I have such a love-hate relationship with Athena. You feel that. Yeah. But there are just some things that happen later on. Yeah, yeah. She makes some choices. She makes some choices. They all do. Yeah. It is worth mentioning that some believe that Metis was just an aspect of Groot, of Zeus, as in... Of Groot, yes. As in some Homeric poems, he is titled Matiata. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Uh, I could only find a modern Greek pen- pronunciation of this. Um, but it It's me- like halfway there. I think that counts. Yeah. Um, but it means the wise counselor and that he just birthed Athena on his own. But since we have like those separate accounts of a nymph slash goddess named Metis beforehand, I'm inclined to believe that Zeus just kind of coined the phrase, like, coined himself as the wise counselor after consuming her to be like, no, I'm just, I'm so wise. I'm just, I was born this way, baby. (laughs) It just feels like such a Zeus thing to do. It does. Um, So now I don't want to go as in-depth on his other escapades because we would be here for so long we'd be here for years yeah we can do another episode going further into like his offspring but i do want to touch on a couple of his like more famous uh children real quick so we have already kind of discussed the alternate myth of aphrodite where zeus and dion have aphrodite right my least favorite version of that myth yeah um Kind of the ones we've already like chucked out the window. We're like, yeah, this exists, but fuck it, we don't like it. It's We're not as fun. The other one, it's not as fun. Um, then there's also Demeter, um, who has Persephone with Zeus. Then there's Leto, who has Artemis and Apollo. There's Maya, who has Hermes. You know, one of those Roman twin fetishes. <laughs> Hey, these were the Greeks at this point. We haven't gotten to the Roman version yet. Yeah, I know. But let's face it. The Romans have a twin fetish. We know. Um, Then there's Semele, who has Dionysus, our boy. Our boy! (laughs) Oh, I love Dionysus. Listen, if you have not heard the song, The Cult of Dionysus, do all of us a favor and just go listen to it for six hours straight. You'll feel better. I'll feel better. The Orion Experience has so many good songs, but that has got to be my favorite. It's just fantastic. I don't think I could list a second song by them. But then again, I don't, uh, I'm not great with that sort of thing. I don't think I could list two songs for almost any artist slash band other than like Ash Nico, Young Gravy, or like Maybe Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know those three don't go together, but that's about it. Um, that 
that is a strong stance. That's not necessarily a strong stance, but that's a that's a, a that's a thing that's you a can thing. do. Yeah, no, I'm not good at it. Don't don't ask me songs by people. Also, don't ask me if I know a song. Yeah, if you're like, hey, you know that song by like these people where it goes like na na na. I'm like, that's my Chemical Romance. Fifty <laughs> songs. <laughs> that's just by the band you listed and i don't know who that band is i I can't do it i can't do it i can't i don't recognize artists with their work musically you have to hear it yeah Yeah. i I only in the past like three years learned how to semi start associating actors names with their faces oh i feel that i can't do that either i feel that but i'm uncultured so (laughs) i mean I didn't think I was until people were like, oh my gosh, what's your favorite band? And I'm like, well, I don't really have one. How do you not have a favorite band? Uh, Because I don't know any bands. I feel like when people ask me what my favorite band is, it's kind of of the same vein of like, what's your favorite book? I'm never going to have an answer. I'm not going to have an answer. If you want to sit here for the next two hours and hear me talk about the pros and cons of some of my favorites, sure, but I'm never going to give you one. No. Um... But just shameless plug, do us a favor, listen to The Cult of Dionysus. You won't regret it. It's so good. Okay, so Semele has Dionysus. And then Nemesis, this is the one that's not a god or goddess. Nemesis, in some myths, has Helen, as in Helen of Troy, Helen. Which blows my mind because until now, I can't think of a time where I've ever heard of nemesis being the mother of helen in (laughs) quick side note there are so many but in that myth actually nemesis bears twins helen is a twin oh yeah no no no. yeah uh there is actually that is actually the only myth that i know of helen in that aspect so not to get into too much detail or sidetrack off too far But the whole birth myth for Helen that I'm aware of includes her not only being a twin, but her having a second pair of siblings that are also twins that are born at the same time, but they are not all twins. Mm -hmm. They're not like quadruplets and they're not born the same way. Yeah. I didn't know Helen's like origins. Oh, I just knew she was Helen of Troy. Oh, that's all I knew. Listen, do you know what she's originally? What? Helen of Sparta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different episode, though, and I would love to get into it. <laughs> Understood. Um, so going on just a little bit longer on Zeus's kids, I wanted to mention his aunts, you know, because, yes, he does, in fact, have children with his aunts. Of course he does. Incest doesn't exist for the god. I know. It's just wild. So Themis, she has the fates and the nymphs, and she actually also has the Hore, goddesses of the seasons. That's Zeus. Yep. Those are all Zeus. Uh, Nemesine having the muses. That's Zeus. He probably birthed fucking half of the gods and goddesses that we know of. He got a fucking round. I think technically the the term is sired. That's fair. He didn't. Well, I mean, he does birth some of them, so he sired. That's, that's true. He kind of births one to two of them. Yeah. yeah. So he sired. About half of the gods and goddesses we know about. And that is fucking wild to me because that doesn't include heroes and that doesn't include just like regular old chillin' humans. Yeah. 
Anyways, moving on, I can just never wrap my head around Zeus's continuous fucking about, but we're going to talk a little bit about his sacred symbols. So his sacred plants were the home oak tree and the olive tree. The olive tree always has a lot of symbolism in Greek mythology. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think is hilarious, but again, just a side note, because that's all this podcast is. <laughs> I think it's really ironic that his symbol is the olive tree. Yeah, because that is not... Considering I don't know a single myth with Zeus and an olive tree, that at least that I can, like pull out of my head right now there i do know of an olive tree mm-hmm. with other yeah god slash goddess actually myths. with his daughter athena. yeah athena yeah i literally the only thing i could find about zeus and his olive tree was that um olympic game victors were sometimes crowned with a wreath of olive leaves right. picked from, like, a sacred grove in honor of Zeus. And that was it. That's that's all I could find. Now, that's not to say there's not more out there. Right. But I couldn't find a reason as to why. Maybe it's because it's just seen as, like, this really holy plant, and so they attributed it to the king of the gods. Of course they did. Let's give him credit for things he didn't do. <laughs> yeah. But his sacred animals have a little more backstory. So his sacred animals were an eagle and a bull. And the reason how those came about are so similar, it hurts. And I just, there are so many bulls in Greek mythology. Yeah. And they like, it just never stops. No. It never stops. There are so many bulls. (laughs) There are so many bulls. Yeah. Just trust me on this. Not going to get deeper into it. There just are. Yeah. There are. There there are. A lot. So we're going to start with the eagle. Now, Zeus had many attendees and cupbearers. He was king. He had to. And he obviously had a vibe he wanted them to fit. He wanted them to be appealing to him. Here comes Ganymedes. Or he wanted them to be appealing his clothes off. (laughs) Probably. So Ganymedes was a Trojan prince. Now, who his father is changes depending on the myth you're looking at. Yeah, I do believe there are two distinct possibilities for it. Yeah. But Zeus was absolutely enamored by him. Not saying he swung that way. Although... You know, he, he did. You know, you know. I mean, the, he kind of did. did. He he did. And they all kind of do. I mean, fair. There are so many sexuality is so fluid, right? Especially in Greek mythology. If you think we're wrong, you're lying to yourself, <laughs> and probably to others. <laughs> like it, it's not even it's not even a question of like. Oh, was it acceptable? It didn't matter. Yeah. yeah they were like, like, you're hot. I'm hot. I kind of want to fuck you. You kind of want to fuck go me. Let's do it. Let's go. That was it. There yeah. is so many, especially in what I feel like a lot of people would consider the traditionally masculine yeah. gods. Yeah. Them had boyfriends. Yeah. And I'm not talking like blings. I'm talking boyfriends. Yeah. Like lovers who were men. <laughs> exactly. Well, and it's like, so Ganymedes 
was absolutely gorgeous. Drop dead gorgeous. The gods themselves were looking at him and were like, fuck, this man is pretty. He actually, like, Eros himself. said, please don't mind if I do fuck that man because he's pretty. Like, Eros himself wanted this man. So Zeus sees him and decides he wants him. He says, you, you gonna be mine. And so he turns into an eagle, flaps down. Swoop, swoop, swoop. <laughs> flaps down picks up ganymedes and carries him off to mount olympus to live as his cupbearer and live with the gods yeah now from what i can understand he was treated very well oh yeah absolutely you know other than being abducted and never being allowed to see his loved ones again but like yeah you know i guess if you're a lover of zeus who needs them well and actually i couldn't find any myths where he was specifically a lover of zeus but he is considered the like deity or icon of homosexuality and he does end up being a lover of eros i love that yeah it's it's kind of awesome and then we've got the bull which like i said is almost a fucking carbon copy story it's ridiculous so, so it's not Ganymedes. God, there are so many bulls. There's so many bulls. But instead of Ganymedes, you've got Europa, a daughter of either Phoenix, who's kind of a big name in the Achilles myth, or, myth, or Agenor, king of Phoenicia. Correct. So she, once again, gorgeous, stunning, like drop dead, turn into a bull, and ride away into the sunset, kind of stunning. And that's that's just exactly what happens. That's it. That's all it is. She quite literally rides a bull into the sunset. And I don't even mean that sexually. No, no. She just... Oh my, what a pretty cow. Let's just... Hop on. Yeah, let me hop on. Go for a ride. This isn't suspicious. This isn't ancient Greece. No. We don't have gods roaming around looking for humans to fuck. Yeah, this isn't a god trying to kidnap me. Not at all. Yeah. Let me just hop on and see where this bull takes me. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going into the ocean? I'll just go with it. Yeah, which actually is part of the myth, I think you said. Yeah, basically... Zeus turns himself into a bull, and if I am remembering correctly, it's actually like a white bull, like a pure white bull. Of course it is. And she's so enthralled, Europa is, with this bull that she starts giving it attention. She starts showing affection. It's a very affectionate bull in return. And at one point, she either willingly hops on its back Or he manages to get her on his back somehow, still as the bull. And he just starts going. Yeah. Like, he just starts walking off with her. She's okay with this. She's like, this is chill. This is, this is cool. I've got a nice spring breeze (laughs) blowing in my hair. I've got a white bull beneath my ass. (laughs) Oh, look, what a beautiful view of the ocean. He likes the sand. How sweet... Oh, we're going, we're going in the water. Oh, oh, okay, we're we're going in the water. <laughs> and he just swims away as a bull with her still on his back. Yeah. And takes her away. Yep. To another island. Uh-huh. And then there's a whole other myth after that. <laughs> there's like actually 15 myths after that. 
Yeah. Eventually, you do get to Helen. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's too many spoilers, I'm sorry. (laughs) Zeus's sacred animals are just him kidnapping pretty people. But, you know, now we've got a little background on Hera. We've got a little background on Zeus. Let's put them together, get to the tale of how they came to be a couple. So Hera was obviously beautiful, right? She had Zeus's attention, so she had to be. She had to be, yeah. She had to be. But Hera had grown up with Zeus and knew about the ways of his booty calls. She she knew he had bitches on speed dial. Absolutely. She knew him for hundreds of years. We don't even know how many. And knew how he handled his conquests. And she was determined she was not going to be another one. So Zeus actually asked Hera time and time and time again. And she continuously said no. Hey, when you've got eternity, you're just kind of banking on them giving in. I... She continuously says, no, apparently he banks on a plot. He decides to plot. I mean, it does run in the bloodline. It, it does. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Hopefully. Now, I, I would like to point out, even though we've only seen him plot one to two times before this, one worked out very successfully. One was the spinning image of his father. So... His plots are kind of up but in the he's air. He's got 50-50 shot yeah. on whether or not he takes after his grandmother or his father, but, uh-huh. you know. I'm sure this one's foolproof, right? I mean, it ended up working out for him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so he turns himself into a rain-soaked, helpless, cute little cuckoo bird. And there are actually some, like, one thing that I read actually described this as a bird that would melt even the iciest of hearts. That is Hera after being married to Zeus. <laughs> well, this is beforehand, so it worked even better. <laughs> um, so he goes and plants himself in front of Hera. Now Hera sees this defenseless little bird, picks it up, and tries to warm it and care for it, right? She's cradling it in her arms. She's absolutely enthralled by this tiny little bird. Just nuzzling it straight into her bosom. Uh-huh. And that's when Zeus gets a little too excited. And I think his plan gets cut short because this is when Zeus transforms back into himself. Yeah. And Hera, God's bless her. She can't help herself. The feelings just transfer right onto Zeus. She's and like, she, well, fuck, if I love this bird, I must love this yeah. man. She, the feelings just transfer right over and she falls in love with him. So when Zeus asks her again to marry him, she says yes. One might say she was cuckoo for Zeus's Oh puffs. my god. <laughs> Half of this podcast is just going to me, be me re-referencing my own jokes. It and you're just going to have to be okay with that. That's Everyone, Everyone's just going to have to be okay with that. If it works, it works. It, it works. works. It works. I cannot fully express. There's not enough time nor words for me to fully express how many problems I have with this. But they They understandably so. Yeah, they they do get hitched. And there is actually a decently long, like, quote unquote, honeymoon period where they are just enamored with each other. They are hopelessly in love. There is one source I found where it says that it's like 300 years where they are just madly in love. Before, you know, the infidelity and the jealousy and the backstabbing begin. Oh, marriage. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. So that's actually it. Um, I think we summed up kind of the hot topics of Zeus and Hera a bit. I know I say we both say not to piss off any gods, but Zeus is not my favorite. <laughs> Maybe we should be saying don't attract any gods because I mean, I get it might be appealing. They might be hot, but it's more than likely you're going to be fucked by an animal. <laughs> okay well in in like 99 especially if it's zeus in like 99 percent of the times where gods are attracted to humans humans aren't doing fuck shit they're literally just existing yeah yeah don't be attractive i don't know what else to tell you <laughs> don't believe in the greek gods and be attractive well you heard it here folks <laughs> anyway i hope you enjoyed learning a bit about zeus and hera That's it for today. Join us again next episode, where we'll be continuing our journey talking about some more Olympians. If you like what we're doing so far, please leave a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please do not forget, we do have social media. So please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Heroes and History Pod and on Twitter at Hero History Pod, because Twitter hates me with its character count. We do post pics to go along with episodes. We post sneak peeks sometimes. And we really want to get into having like some fun polls and just kind of stuff you guys can interact with and participate in. So make sure to check us out there. Thanks for listening, guys. Do us a favor. Don't piss off or attract any gods. 